listeners, it's Aaron and Brandon from Choose Your Lane Podcast. We are part of the Live from the Closet Network, and kind of what we're going to kind of bring up today is uh, Parenting Wednesdays. Um, that's going to be basically discussions of certain things about parenting, certain aspects of it. Aaron kind of hit it around on Monday, um, kind of certain topics that we're going to kind of start off with here and there and have different conversations on different days. But today we thought to hit this off strong, to hit the parenting uh, portion of our podcast off on a really, really good note is going to be basically the stigma and the persona that's kind of like wrapped around um, what the ideal parent is. And I'm going to kind of have let Aaron kind of go into more depth of what that is uh, for the stigma behind, you know, being a, like the perfect mother. So if Aaron, we if all could. know it's called perfect parent syndrome. Before I go any further, let me just say I absolutely love my kids. I wouldn't trade them for the world, even when they have a million tantrums or zero, which would probably never happen. But, you know, (laughs) I can only hope maybe one day. Um, But we as moms or we as parents in general, but I think it because moms are a little bit more emotional or most moms are a little bit more emotional. um, We beat ourselves so badly when things don't end up going the way we want or the way that we expect to for our kids. Um, And then to top it off, then we have society or mom shaming, and it even makes us feel even more guilty because we see all these moms posting on social media, well, look at what my child did, and this is what I do for my child, and blah, 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 blah. It sucks when we don't, when we feel like we're a horrible parent and we're just trying to make it through the day. Whether it being, you know, our kids behaved well that day or whether maybe they ate all their food, which typically, usually they don't. At least for my kids, they don't. Um, or maybe we didn't get to that load of laundry like we wanted to. And then at night when we go to bed, we're literally beating ourselves up. Oh my God, there's a toy or we forgot this. And, you know, we try to be these, we try to wake up really early and make sure that we get ourselves ready, hair and makeup, and then get our kids up and ready and make sure that they look perfect and try to fix, like, the most healthiest breakfast. And I know in my household, at least, it doesn't make that way because my three-year-old likes totally something different from my four-year-old. And then my one-year-old is still transitioning because he has a little bit harder time. And then again, with the milestones, well... My nine-month-old is doing this and this and this, where my one-year-old is having a little bit of delayed, just because maybe it's his personality. He might just have a lazy personality. We don't know yet. Um, And then we beat ourselves up about it. I've cried so many times, and and Brandon can even vouch, when either something I feel that I'm not doing enough for my kids, and it could be the smallest, like, I forgot to read them a book and I start crying about it because I feel like a horrible parent and I know I'm not. When I see my kids smile at me or say, I love you so much, mommy, I know I'm at least doing something right, but it sucks deep down inside thinking that you are not the perfect parent. We have got to, as parents, stop mom shaming, stop dad shaming, stop parenting shaming in general because no one's perfect. There is not one single perfect parent, even the ones who post on social media, even the ones who think that they get everything done and accomplished, you are not perfect. In this world, you are not meant to be perfect. You are just meant to raise decent human beings that grow up to be respectful and make something out of themselves. 
regardless of what they do in life and make sure that they're happy. That should be your number one priority rather than being perfect. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And same thing kind of goes for dads. But I would say I would say that the stigma behind... I would say the part of the stigma behind dads is probably not as strong as it is against moms. And I would only say that because, like, dads... Yeah, we had the persona and supposed to be, like, as we all know, the, you know, the dad's supposed to be the provider, supposed to be the breadwinner, supposed to bring back on the big bucks but also be at home 60 hours out of the week, which is not possible. Um, just but the mom, they expect the mom to do that too. You have to work no, and no, I agree. do that too. No, no, I agree, but they don't expect the mom to be... I, it's different now in today's world because there's people that are... I've seen moms that make more money than the dads. Right. But at the same token though, we as millennials and, and our younger age grew up seeing on TV these dad or the dads are the supposed to be the breadwinners mom you know stays at home maybe depending on the situation or and you know take care well, of the we kids well we grew up with that yeah yeah, yeah. we grew up that and then that's the same with me i grew up the same thing i mean i didn't personally grow up with that but i've seen that right um through multimedia and when i say multimedia i'm not just bashing just down on social media because a lot of people like to do that but i also do i'm saying multimedia just from you see it in music videos you see it in tv shows you see it on the news stuff like that you'll see oh well there was you know 33 percent of stay-at-home moms this year you know increase of 17 percent last year that that's 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 bullshit it's it's that's not how it is in today's world in today's society that we think that the dad is supposed to be this like golden man and like the same thing like you said a lot of people like shame on the dad too same way they do with moms neither one of them is fair because both both parents play a huge role in the kids lives as they grow up you know everybody always sit there and says you know when the kids were growing up especially boys i've heard more for boys not so much girls and i don't know from personal experience because all all of my kids are boys but they're always say you know you know your boy's gonna walk like you he's gonna talk like you he's gonna act like you and the sad part about it and the funny part about it is they all do. They All the boys do act like me. They talk like me and they walk like me. Obviously, Roland's not there yet. Hopefully, he'll get there. Um, but I think I think moms have a harder time dealing with it. And just because I think for most moms, you were raised in that mindset to be this perfect mother because either your mom was like, well, I wish I would have done that. And then when you get older, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna do that when I get when I have my kids, and then you find out you're like shit, I can't because you don't know how to, or right. it doesn't work out for you because every kid does something differently, and you might have been, you never know, you might have been an easier kid to deal with when it comes to your mom and you than it would it be for you and Roland or you and Ashton or you and Bentley? Like it's totally different, and not everybody understands that, and I think that's like a huge thing that a lot of people do. On multimedia is they like to shame people for certain actions there's only certain actions that i think a parent should ever be shamed for and that's in pure neglect if you're a purely purely in the ne- like neglectful parent that's the only time that you should be shamed and sometimes it's not even their fault because i've seen you know it's not the monkey see monkey do kind of thing it's more of like you 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 get in this mindset and you get told that it's okay and that's basically what the child does. They're like, oh, well, you know, my dad used to do this with me. And my mom used to do this with me. So I'm going to do this with my kids. 
I mean, you got people like, heck, today, you know, the the Facebook post of the mom that got arrested because she was like do, doing things that were neglectful. That's that's not the ideal parent, you know, right. th- to sit there and give your kid like to let your kid smoke from a blunt from marijuana. Like that's not okay. That's pure neglectful. A one year old at that. That's, Three year old. That's pure neglectful. Like that is not the ideal parent. That's not totally opposite. That's when body. That's when parent shaming and stuff like. That's when that comes into play. But I think people that I think people don't understand how much stress they put on other people by making it seem like they do stuff right. They'll make a post on Facebook, like you said, you know, good damn well that they probably didn't even feed their kids yesterday, or if they did, they only fed them like a pop tart. Like they didn't like. People just like they like to bro- like boast themselves up because they know they had a shitty day the last day, but they want to make the, they want to make it seem better today. That's not how it works. We shouldn't be shaming. We should be building each other up. I hate, hate, hate when people just sit there and tear you down, knowing good well and that you have your own stress levels, you have your own demons inside that you're battling. And making sure that you become what you don't want to be. Like, no, yeah. No, I fully agree. And, that, and I and will say, when I didn't have kids, it's easy when you don't have kids to shame because you have no idea what it takes to be a parent. Or or what, you ha- what your mind goes through. What you, it's mentally and physically exhausting. Especially when you have, not, I, I, I can't say I have these friends in particular. But I know people that do have these kind of friends, people that I've worked with and stuff like that, that they have these friends and they're like, oh, hey, you know, you know, you look like you're doing such a great job as a parent. And, you know, you, you know, your kids are well mannered, but you have no clue what goes behind those closed doors. Yeah, those kids might be great, but you have no clue. And then on top of that, you have these friends that are like, you know, they're like, man, you know, I feel like you should step up or you should do this with your kid. When they don't even have kids, they don't even know what the hell they're even talking about. They're just going right. off from what they've seen in their own personal experience, which is that's fine. That's okay to give your own criticism, but when not when you have, when you don't have kids. And on top of that, that's the same exact friends that will ask you the night later, "Hey, you want to go out for drinks?" Oh well, I, I, I don't have no way to watch my kids. And oh, I you're so spend. lame. Yeah, they're like, oh. You, what are you going to do? Like, you're just going to sit at home and just be a loser? No, I'm going to spend time with my kids because that's what's expected of me as a parent to do. Right. Is not to babysit my kids, but I'm there to entertain. I'm there to protect them and feed them and, right. and to basically take care of them, be the parent. And that is the most funniest thing to me is when I see certain people do that with other people, like when it involves their kids. I'm just like, dude, you have no clue. Like, you even grasp, like, what life is when it comes to being a parent. Like, you have no clue. Just because you babysit kids or you do this and that, maybe, or you've watched a couple kids in your life, or you went to a birthday party and it was like all the kids loved you so everybody decided to hang out with you, that shit does not count it's as parenting. It's easy to be a parent, but it's also hard at the same time, yeah. if that makes sense. It's easy to follow, okay, obviously feed your kids, protect your kids, Make sure they have clothes. Make sure they have shelter. Make sure, you know, that they're enjoying life and that they become, like I said, 
these decent, at least decent human beings that are wanting to do something with their life. But then it's also hard because once you have those kids, you want so much for them and you try and you bust your ass, at least most parents bust their ass to make sure that they grow up like that. And I know what I thought it would, with my oldest, Ashton, I thought it was like, well, hopefully I'm going to raise him to be this and he's going to be this perfect angel, not knowing what it takes. He's a three-year-old. He has tantrums. When he doesn't get his way, all hell breaks loose. But that doesn't make him a bad kid. And then when we're out in public, I see all these moms roll their eyes like, well, my kid wouldn't act that way. Well, do you not understand? Well, my my kid shows his emotions way differently. He doesn't know how to regulate himself yet. It, it's easy. He's three. It, well, here's the funny thing: is it's easy for that parent to say that because I bet you that that parent not saying that we don't uh, between me and you, but I'm saying like just th- their kid might be on, on a what I like to call an authoritarian parenting style, which is more of like, hey. It's because I said so. You do it on this time. This this is set yeah, strict rules. Like but the thing is, there are some parents that are like that, and there are kids that do get naps and stuff like that because naps are a key thing, especially at a younger age. Far Which as when it comes, we do to, do that. But no, no. I don't. I let my kid. I want them to know that showing emotion. Although no, no, no not, I completely agree. No, I think showing emotion is completely okay in certain circumstances. Yes, is it embarrassing? Yes, do you want to, like, pack up all your stuff when you're in the middle of the store and, like, say, screw it and leave your, like, full car groceries? Yeah, like, yeah, but everybody does it. they're being kids. Yeah, they're, they're kids and they're, they don't know, they don't know how to hold their emotions. Like, they're, they're trying to figure out for themselves as well. It's not like a situation they're just like, screw you, mom and dad, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Right. They, they don't see it that way. They just see it as, like, hey, this is how I handle it. Now, mom, dad. And you respond to me in the way that you think is necessary. Right. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, days are, some days are good. Some days are bad. Some days, like, you're just like, Argh! and then some days you're just like, come here, baby. It's it's okay. Like, just come here. I'll, you know, daddy will hold you. Mommy will hold you. You know, we'll make you feel better. We'll take care of the situation. Um, not all times is it like that, though. It, it's just not. It, it, it's not ideal. It's, it, it's, 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 everything is circumstantial. It's not perfect yeah and, and there's no such thing as a perfect parent so basically what we're trying to tell you guys is stop letting multimedia and i say that again because i'm not putting this on social media because it's not always social media i want you guys to please understand that it is not social media that takes care of it it is multimedia from music videos to tv to movie whatever whatever you want to see it as all that wrapped into one you see it you hear it, and that's what you just. That basically, you have these artists, and you have these musicians, and you have. Well, I guess they're both the same. And then you have like these actors and actresses that make you like. People don't understand that the reason why movies and all that stuff attract you is because you can like, you can relate to them. You can dig into their soul. Like you know, like you feel the same thing with them. And I don't want you all to get in that stigma. I want you to guys. I want we're basically here. To kind of like basically be your, I guess, more like your therapist, really. To let you know that it's okay to cry. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. It is okay to sit down and just weep. And understand that parenting is hard. You know, I I never... Yes, when I was little, growing up, if you had told me that I was going to be a parent, 
at 20, 21 years old, I would have told you you were crazy. I would have told you, like, I'm going to live out my high school, my college years, and be good. No, that's not that's not always how it works. That That's not ideal. Things happen for a reason. Yes, did I want to have kids early on when I was younger? Yes, because I, I wanted to have that relationship where I was young enough where I can keep up with my kids and do stuff and, and play with them and, and stuff like that. Where, you know, I had a really hard-working father, literally. I mean, it sucks because I didn't really have that bond with him when I was a little kid. And, and it's because of just his work schedule. You know, it was more of a situation for me and my sister where we got up, he was coming home. He would help get us ready sometimes. Sometimes he was tired, he'd go to bed, which is understandable. He worked he worked hard shifts. He worked 10-hour shifts. And that was kind of what we, me and my sister dealt with. So we, the time that we got with our father was very, very limited. And and that's okay because at the end of the day, like, by doing that, dad also put it instilled in me and Brittany, like, hard work and ethic and that that's what it takes to survive. Um, and that, that and that's what's ideal is survival and learning how to get, get like, basically out on your own as far as, mental like mentality and you know physically and like financially and stuff like that like getting basically what people like to call your ducks in a row and that's that's just the thing man like i i really just don't want you guys to feel like you have to be this perfect person because it's not ideal that it's not ideal like you can ask you can ask my mom you can ask my grandmother like they'll tell you like being the perfect mom, there's, you might have in your thought what the I perfect what, that you're that you are the perfect mom deep down inside. Yeah, like like Aaron said, you know, sometimes you make mistakes. Sometimes things happen. We're human. You're gonna make mistakes. But I don't want you guys to get into the 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 heartache and the mindset that I'm this terrible person. I'm this terrible parent because you're not. You're not that. You know, my mom. My mom worked hard. She took care of me. and My sister. You know, my mom did everything she could. She always made sure our clothes were clean. I can't tell you at what age my mom stopped doing my clothes. I no, because it moved on to me. Well, yeah, that too. But, 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 before then, my mom did my clothes then. Like, I didn't even have to ask. Like, my mom just come in my room, take the basket, and she'd just do them. And then she'll just bring them back to me. Or sometimes she'll tell me to go get them myself. But, I never had to worry about none of that stuff. Like... Yeah, like I would watch my mom here and there every once in a while, like cook dinner or whatever. I'll kind of do stuff with her or whatever. Especially when I was younger, I was all about my mom. And about, you know, spend time with her, hanging out with her and stuff like that. And that, that is what an ideal parent is. Is when, like Aaron said, when your kid is coming up to you out of nowhere, says, Mommy, Daddy, I love you. You know you're doing something right. If your kid wants to be around you, like as soon as I got home today, as soon as I got home, it was nine. It was like about nine, nine thirty. Billy all of a sudden saw me, and all he wanted to do was spend time with me. Because, well, obviously, one, as long as most people uh, don't know, is I only get my son every other weekend, and so the time that I have with him is very, very limited. And that's the first thing he wanted. As soon as I walked in the door, Daddy. That's when you know that you're doing something right as a parent. Is when your kids always want to be around you, and you're like, man, I really wish I could just catch a break. I really. And the only time you get to yourself is when they're in bed. Right. 
but no. deep down inside you know good damn well that you want that you want that child and you want that child next to you you want them close to you you want them to embrace like your basically your love that you feed them so basically do not beat yourself up take a break if you have to go in the bathroom and just lock the door for five minutes because i've had to do that when i've had a frustrating day no Nothing is going right. I have millions of loads of laundry. I have to catch up on work stuff. Ashton wants to go outside and play. Or Roland needs to be fed. Or just everything in the book. Take five minutes to yourself and calm down. And look at yourself in the mirror and say, it's okay. I'm human. I'm a mom. And then go about your day. Or even if that's at night. Put the kids to bed. Forget that load of laundry that you forgot to do. Go watch Netflix. Go watch a movie. Forget making dinner. Maybe you all can do takeout. Or maybe that one time your significant other could do it for you. Or vice versa. Just take a break. And don't beat yourself up about it. Because your kids aren't going to remember that you didn't do that load of laundry. Your kids aren't going to remember that, oh, I got McDonald's for or for dinner. Or whatever you fed them. Or they're not going to remember, well... They don't eat organic stuff, so you fed them not organic stuff. They're not going to remember that. What they're going to remember is the time that they spent with you and the time that you put in effort and the time that they say, I love you or, you know, whatever. Not what you buy them and definitely not what you forgot to do that day. Yeah, I definitely agree with definitely what you buy them. I've learned that more with our, with our kids especially. I mean, I've seen it growing up, too, but, I mean, hell, Bentley's four, Ashton's three, and Roland's one, and every time that Christmas came around, or Christmas time came around, guess what? Um, they, Yeah, they would see the $120 toy, and they're like, yeah, screw that toy. I want the $5 toy that lights up and does all these sparkly stuff because it's cool to them, and I, I get tired of... Yes, I don't. I think that you should definitely buy your kids things to keep, you know, to occupy them, to entertain them, and show them like, you know, basically do like a, as a reward system. Like buy them a toy when the kids do good. Like me and Aaron do that when the kids are being good, and they, like, hey, if you guys be good this weekend, we'll go to the store, we'll buy you a toy, whatever toy you want, and we'll Not go. Not every it. weekend, we don't want to well, spoil yeah. them, but but we do it on on, on occasion. more occasions than, than not. But you know, don't. Don't think that you have to, you know, just because your kid comes up to you and say, Mom, Dad, I really, really want that new, new Xbox. Or I really want this or that. Or I really want that new, you know, card set for whatever. Or whatever they're into. You don't have to buy the most expensive thing out of that. Or even buy the item at all. Have them work for it. Have them work up to that. Be that ideal parent, and the ideal parent is to show them structure, to show them responsibility. Kind of like I was saying earlier with my father, show them how to get to that point. Because if you don't show them that now, it's going to be a long, long haul ahead on trying to get them back on track. And I've seen family go through that, and I've seen friends go through that. I've seen it, multimedia, seen it, you know, it, it's hard. And I just don't want you guys to get in that, the mindset that, you know, this ideal parent is this certain stigma that you have to, like Aaron said for moms, you know, 
kids dress beautiful, blah, 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 stuff like that. Send them with fathers, you know, breadwinner, blah, blah, blah. They don't get messy throughout the day. You have to make sure that there is not one drop of mud on them. Yeah, it doesn't happen with my kids. No. And I know most parents it doesn't, so. Yeah, and I, I completely agree. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't disagree more on any of it, really, to be honest. But um, basically what we're going to do here, uh, this is towards the end of our podcast. Uh, basically what I want to do now is I kind of want to just uh, take a few seconds uh, I want you guys to kind of take a deep breath and just relax and re- realize that you are the perfect parent as you are. If you're doing things right, and like I said, and it's a situation like me and everyone saying, you know, your kids come up to you, giving you a hug and kiss, just out of nowhere. Like, you didn't even have to say anything. They didn't do nothing wrong. They just came out of nowhere, just playing with their toys, watching a movie, just out of nowhere. Or they, like, stopped what they're doing out of nowhere, and they wanted to spend time with you. That is the ideal parent. And I want you guys to understand that. But also, like I said, this is the end of the podcast. Um, just want to kind of give you guys a couple more uh, news for us. Um, one is that um, Friday will be uh, for career. Um, basically, what we're going to kind of tap into is I'm um, going to kind of give you guys a little sneak peek. It's going to be basically I'm going to kind of talk about what I do for a living and Aaron's going to kind of talk about what she does for a living, kind of like, you know, what got us there as far as, you know, how we worked our way up to there, to that point for our schooling and stuff like that, how long it took. Um, that way, if you guys ever want to kind of get into our field and you kind of want to know what, what it takes to get there, stuff like that, or if you have any, t- any questions, um, you guys can email us. Um, I did tell you guys on Monday that the, the email was probably going to be choose your uh, choose your lane at gmail.com. That name, for some whatever reason I couldn't find it, has been taken. Um, so basically, you guys can find us at choose your lane podcast at gmail.com. Um, that is an active email. That is our email. Um, so if you have any questions, uh, comments, whatever, um, or you have any questions, or if you want to be, you know, be a part of the podcast, or um, if you want to be a part of the network that we're growing here. Uh, we have a couple of gentlemen um, that's on the team. Uh, we have Kessler, uh, we have Bryce, we have Jonathan, we have Ernest, and then obviously me and Aaron. And we all do a different, um, different things basically, really, um, of parts of podcasting, and we're in different categories. Uh, we co- we cover a wi- like a real, real wide range of things, and we're always looking for more people to kind of join our our team really we're trying to grow this thing into a big big thing we want to be a big big network we want to be basically really we just want to be a big family kind of bring everybody under kind of one roof and like kind of take care of each other and kind of feed off one another and kind of like basically because make our podcast better yeah because i think i think to be honest i think ever since we all decided to do this network i think all of us have kind of like pushed ourselves to be like hey we're going to stay on schedule because guess what you know this is the reason why, because they did it. Well, we have to do it. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a competition, but it's like a, like I'm gonna call it a family competition because even family competitions can be. We're just keeping each other in line. Basically, like we're basically just making sure everybody's doing everything. I wouldn't say by the book, but just like Aaron said, basically just everybody's on a guideline. Everybody knows, like, hey, we you know we we want to be in the same. Um, areas them uh, as far as consistencies and stuff like that 
and I definitely think all a lot of all all of us on the team have gotten better about doing that. Um, but other than that, Aaron, is there anything else that you can think of that you want to bring up or talk about? Nope, I think we covered everything. All right, you guys. Well, like I said, this is the end of the podcast. Um, this is episode one uh, for the parenting. Um, this will be uploaded um, here shortly. Um, so, like I said, if you guys need anything, always email us at choosyourlanepodcast uh, at gmail.com. Other than that, bye guys. We'll see you Have guys a great later. Night. Good night.